Hi there, this is Ellis Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, September 25th, 2021. As always, the Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the companion product, the Key Races and Bets blog, brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great, completely legal online wagering website with betting tools and perks, legal for residents of most states, covering most tracks in North America, as well as many in the rest of the world. Check out Amwager.com if you want to get the written version of the Key Races and Bets blog. Go to Amwager.com and click on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. We're going to start this Saturday, September 25th podcast with the Turf Monster Stakes. A great day of racing on tap at Parks Racetrack just outside of Philadelphia, including $2 million races. And this is, just before that, it's a graded race, the Turf Monster Race 9, post 351 Eastern. The win contenders in this race are Caratari and Firecrow, and to a lesser extent, Beer Can Man and Caravel. Caratari loves these short turf sprints, having finished first or second in four of his last seven all-stakes. By far, the best of those came last month when returning from two months off, Caratari nearly posted the 23-1 upset in the Troy Stakes at Saratoga after leading by two lengths with just an eighth of a mile to run. Beaten half length at the wire, he was flattered when the horse he beat for second by a length, who's named Gear Jockey, came back to win the grade three turf sprint stakes at Kentucky Downs and defeated the winner of the Troy Fast Boat, who ended up fourth. When making his second start off a layoff this past March, Caratari won the Silks Run Stakes at Gulfstream at this five furlong turf trip and improved nicely off the comeback effort, so I expect him to run even better today than in the Troy. Best of all, he can win from off the pace, but he projects on top early and with the best late kick in the field, Caratari could be very tough to beat. Firecrow won the turf sprint stakes on Preakness Weekend at Pimlico when last seen in May. That was two months after his previous race. Now he returns from four months off. That's fine, especially with Joel Rosario riding who rode him for the first time in the turf sprint. Whereas Firecrow had gone for the lead in nearly every other start in the past two years, Rosario got him to relax. He was in second in the early stages before a big push in the final 16th. The 109 Echo Base speed figure was a career best and another top effort is very likely. Caravel opens as a 9-5 favorite. I'm not sure why. A Philly-facing male, she ran just okay against males last month in the Highlander Stakes at Woodbine, a grade 1 race. But before that, when beating her own gender in the Caress Stakes at Saratoga, she ran a lot slower than Caratari two weeks earlier. Caravel earned a 103 Echo Bay speed figure, which is a way of normalizing time, compared to the Caratari's figure in the Troy She's won 7 of 10, so can't be knocked on spirit, but she doesn't appear as fast as many in here, and her 3-pound break in the weights isn't going to make much of a difference. Still, Caravel can relax off the pace and make a late run, so I'll use her on some exact and pick 3 tickets. On the other hand, Beer Can Man is very playable opening 8-1 to one here. He's a 3-year-old facing older coming off a career best effort at Del Mar last month at this 5-furlong turf trip. And he won the Grade 3 Cecil B. DeMille Stakes last November, so he fits at this Grade 3 level. Beer Can Man can read off the pace, and Flavi and Pratt comes into ride, a colt that may be ignored by many bettors. For the Turf Monster, Race 9 at Parks, post 351 Eastern, Saturday, September 25th. Caratari should be bet to win 5-2 or more. Firecrow can be bet to win at 7-2 or more, but that's not likely because that's his morning line odds. A small win bet can be made on Beer Can Man at 5-1 or more. If you do bet more than one horse in a race, you should take the advantage of using a dutching tool to help you do the work of allocating your wagering dollars for the best edge. A dutching tool lets you set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win based on the odds your bets are proportioned accordingly. 
There's a free Dutchie Tool at Amwager that's really easy to use, and it's one of many great features at Amwager.com. For the Exacta, we're going to play Caratory over Beer Can, Man, Fire Crow, and Caravel. Then we'll play the reverse if you want to do that as well. Beer Can, Man, Fire Crow, and Caravel, but a smaller amount. And then I want to box Caratory and Fire Crow. For the trifecta, I'm just going to box all four contenders here. Caratory, Beer Can, Man, Fire Crow, and Caravel. And then we'll play some doubles and pick three. The double is going to be very simple. Caratari in race 9, Jackie's Warrior in race 10. For the pick 3, we'll play two tickets. The first ticket is Caratari, Fire Crow, Bear Can Man, and Caravelle in race 9. Jackie's Warrior in race 10, and Army Wife in race 11. The second is going to be just using Caratari in race 9, Jackie's Warrior in race 10, and then Army Wife, Clarier, Leader of the Band, Maracuja, and Always Karina in Race 11. These are pretty cheap tickets you can play for a buck. Race 10 is the Gallant Bob Stakes. Jackie's Warrior is the 4-5 to five starting favorite. He's likely to go to post at 1-5 to five or less. He's legitimate favorite. We'll skip the race except doubles and pick threes. Make it a bing free square like bingo and move on. We're going to go real quick over to Woodbine for the Duchess Stakes. Race 7 at Woodbine on Saturday, September 25th. Post time, 4.30 Eastern. And I included... This race on the blog and podcast because I personally intend to bet it heavily. Given the starting odds of my top two choices, Og Lutz and Hazelbrook are eight to one. The other contender is Lady War Machine, opening at two to one. Og Lutz is the perfect three for three, with three wins on all weather, just like running here at Woodbine. One of those was at Woodbine last November, and her win last out was versus older, and now she's facing just three year olds. The fact she's 8-1 to one can only be attributed to the fact that nearly every horse in this 10-horse field has a win or a second-place finish in their most recent races. Excellent trainer Mike Trombetta ships Og Lutz up from Presque Isle Downs and has sent many starters from that track to Woodbine, all weather to all weather. An example being the 2019 Duchess takes at Woodbine. Hot riding Antonio Gallardo takes the call and Og Lutz should improve markedly second off the layoffs. So already with one of the best last race Equibase speed figures, 88 in the field, Already rock solid against these. Ogluk's looks well spotted to post an upset. Hazelbrook lost her debut last November, but has won both since. The last one, like August Lutz, versus three-year-olds and older. She showed a big turn of foot with a quarter mile to run, going from sixth to lead. And she, too, is making her second start off a layoff with the 89 Equibase Speed figure to improve upon. So she's right there. That's why I like her both and all glues, particularly both happening at 8-1. to one. Lady War Machine can win, but as the lowest odds contender of the trio, I'm rooting for more heavily for the other two, at least as far as win bets. Lady War Machine won the alley while stakes on grass from the rail at the end of July. Gets the rail again. Like Hazelbrook, she's going for a third in a row. Patrick Husbands rides back, and the only knock besides the odds is Lady War Machine likes to be very close to the pace. So she'll have to expend a bit of energy earlier to get good position and hope to have enough late to hold off the stalkers and closers. She also earned an 89 figure last time out, and this is her third star for layoff, so there's improving to do. In the Duchess Stakes, Race 7 Woodbine, Saturday, August 25th, 4.30 Eastern. I'm absolutely going to bet both Augloots and Hazelbrook at 2-1 to one or more, and this is the perfect race to use a dutching tool like the one in Amwager to help you gain the best mathematical edge possible. They probably won't both go at 8-1, to one, so this will help you prorate the bets. For the exacta, we're going to box Augloots, Hazelbrook, and Lady War Machine, and then we'll play another exacta of Augloots, Hazelbrook, and War Machine over Augloots, Hazelbrook, and Warm- Lady War Machine, plus add Lorena, Miss Speedy, and Bellissimi in second, and then turn it around again. I want to get this exact many times. 
Og Lutz, Hazelbrook, Lady War Machine, Lorena, Miss Speedy, and Bellissimi over. Og Lutz, Hazelbrook, and Lady War Machine. If Og Lutz, Hazelbrook, and Lady War Machine run 1 2, we get to that three times. Race 11 is the Cotillion. Million dollars. Race 11 in Parks, post 502 on Saturday, August 25th. Army Wives, a standout, in my opinion, will go a little deeper on some doubles and big threes. Use Clarier, leader of the band, Maracuja, and always Karina. But Army Wife is definitely my top pick. I think she would likely have won the Alabama last month at Saratoga. The race were just a bit shorter, like the Cotillion is. She was five wide at the quarter pull after a mile, made the lead, holding it until the nine furlong mark. This is a mile and 16th. And then she was passed by Malathat and Clarier. Before that, at, the distance, at this distance in the Iowa Oaks, Army Wife drew off the win by nearly four, the same way she had at nine furlong black-eyed Susan in May. Joe Rosario was aboard for both those wins, but not for the Alabama. Gets back on here, and those are the keys to cut back and Rosario, with which Army Wife can return to stakes winning form. Clary is a good horse, but not a top horse. So she's been beaten by Malathat twice, by Maracuja, who runs here, by Travel Column, and by Zajil in her last five. She just didn't take the next step after winning the Rachel Alexander in February, or she's just been beaten by better horses, which may be the same case here. Just the same, the 105 Echo Base Speed Figure earned when second in the Alabama is on par with the 104 Army Wife earned and the 102 Clarier earned when third in the Mother Goose at this distance, and it's similar to the 102 Army Wife earned winning the Iowa Oaks. So if Army Wife does falter and Clarier just repeats her last race, she could win. We have a nice price opportunity, even though she's less probable with leader of the band, opening at 12 to 1. She's improved in her last three with a career best 100 figure beating a half length in the stakes over the track. She won the Mammoth Oaks prior to that, and just slightly lesser credentials to Army Wife. If she takes another step forward and Army Wife does not, I would be kicking myself if she did not have a few bucks to win on leader of the band. Mary Cujo opens at 8-1 to one, off a very poor 7th place finish in the Alabama, went 6-1, to one, where Clarier was 8-1 to one and beat her. She won the CCA Oaks at Saratoga around two turns prior to that, which was 9 furlongs, and she earned a strong 107 Echo Base speed figure she had not come close to before or, of course, in the one race since. Santana gets off Maracuja to ride Clarier, but Caramooch rode her in three straight and a win before the CCA Oaks, including one second in the Gazelle, I should say, not a win. So if Maracuja can turn that one good, one bad, one good pattern with the scratcher into a good race, she might upset these. Always Karina is the one to catch, having wired the field in her first two starts, and with a scratch of private mission here. She faded a second in the Mother Goose and held off Clarier by a nose for the runner-up spot when well-beaten fourth in the test. This will be her first actual two-turn race, but she's bred for the trip, calls the Chad Brown Barn home, and opens a 6-1. to one. In the Cotillion, race 11, Parks, 502 Eastern, Saturday, September 25th. Army wife, 6-5 to five or higher, a definite overlay win bet. Exact to Army wife, over leader of the band, and then we'll box Army Wife, leader of the band. For the trifecta, I want to play Army Wife overall, over leader of the band. Moving on to race 12 at Parks. This is the Pennsylvania Derby, grade one, a million bucks, 549 Eastern. And don't forget, if you want to get the written version of what I'm saying here on the podcast, go to amwager.com, click on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. I'm going to take Speaker's Corner on top here. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail. This is the race of the week for Echo Base. You can read a lot. Speaker's Corner just ran huge. It's a second off, a layoff. Ortiz rides him back, rides him for the, running for the first time last month. His 107 Echo Speed Figure 
was great, and he should improve upon it. It's already as good as Hot Rod Charlie and Midnight Bourbon. are going to be much lower odds, even with the scratch of Medina Spirit. Speaker's Corner is still going to be about 6 or 8 to 1. Godolphin is red hot, essential quality, one of the three-year-old leaders. Not is passing this race after winning the Travers. Speaker's Corner for Belmont. He did this with Candyman Rocket. He's done it before. This is a horse that's up and coming and has a chance to post the upset in the Pennsylvania Derby. Second horse to look at hard is American Revolution. Likely to go to the high odds, even though he's three for three. He moved to Todd Pletcher for his first start of the year, second of his career, farting eight months off. He won a sprint, stretched out, won nice. He won two New York bred stakes, the New York Derby and the Albany, which is nine furlongs. The distance of this race, Luis Saez rides, who recently won the Saratoga riding title, is 108 figure if it's right there and he's going to be a price. Hot Rod Charlie is certainly a nice horse. He's a street fighter, really strong competitive instinct, backed up by ability. First, second, or third, and seventh straight. He really has held his phys- physicality since last October when earning his first win, beating the length in the Kentucky Derby. He's, there's nothing really wrong with him, but he doesn't have the killer instinct or figures that dominate here. Similarly, uh, Midnight Bourbon, who unfortunately fell uh, in the Haskell uh, when interfered with, uh, has a nice shot too. He's only won two of 11, finished second to four others. Uh, he ran well in the Travers. After leading for the start, he dug in, went head-to-head with essential quality for the entire last eighth, coming up a neck short, one-on-nine figure, which fits very well here. Um, in the Pennsylvania Derby, race 12 at Parks, 549 Eastern on Saturday, August 25th. I'm absolutely betting Speaker's Corner and American Revolution to win at 3-1 to one or more. I'm going to bet this race fairly heavily and bet them both using the Dutchie Tool at Amwager. Going to keep the two favorites, Hot Rod Charlie and Midnight Bourbon, apart in the Exactus. We're playing two Exactus, trying to maximize our profit. The first one is Speaker's Corner, American Revolution, and Hot Rod Charlie. The second exact box is Speaker's Corner, American Revolution, and Midnight Bourbon. The trifecta will just box all four. Speaker's Corner, American Revolution, Hot Rod Charlie, and Midnight Bourbon. Don't forget to check out the written version of the Key Resume blog at Amwager.com. If you're not a member, check it out. It's free, and I'm sure you'll really enjoy the perks and the benefits, the tools and the perks that Amwager offers betters. Thanks so much for listening. I'm going to talk to you next week.